welcome to another bonus episode of Kill James Bond. Uh, you know who we are. Although, p- perhaps you don't. Is this going to be on the Banquet of Forgiveness? Bonus? Oh, this is coming out on the first of the month. Whoa. So as a result, this is going out on the free feed. Wow. So let's not okay. do as many slurs as we had originally planned. <laughs> Just every- Okay, well, that's cut my notes in this for half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am Alice Corville Kelly. Joining me, as always, are Abigail Thorne and Devon. Hello. How you doing? We're doing another Q&A. You have some cues, and we're going to aid them. That's right. That's right. So that yeah. facilitates um, the parasocial interaction, which we count on to pay our Because rent. the thing is, we are your friends. We are your real-life, actual friends. Yeah. It's really nice to see you. You're looking we well. You're looking well. Looking, uh, looking great. Love doing the, the Jason Bourne thing of being like, you look tired today. <laughs> 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 Uh, but we're your friends and we love you and we care about right, you. That's, that's why right. we made this podcast specially for you. No one else can hear it, just you. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing about podcasts is it's about checking in on your hogs. And so we're checking in with with the questions that you've asked us. Um I love that the hogs is stuck was the name. Yeah. So no, absolutely. Um yeah. Well I've got a I've got a bunch of questions. I've got like 17. Um so I thought I would start us out on a nice, easy one, a low ball to begin with. Um, so in your own words, what is a woman? <laughs> a miserable pile of secrets. I define it thusly. <laughs> you didn't see the little well. flourish there that, that, <laughs> that Abby did on the, on the camera, but it was, it was quite something. Um... <laughs> I love music there. That was really good. <laughs> I had the idea just now, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It's my specialist subject. I'm mastermind actually. Is, yeah. Uh, is what is a woman? Women. Kill James Bond answers the Staniland question with, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sick actually." Are I you went, not? I, yeah, I went to the gym this this afternoon, and I, I fucking changed in the women's changing room, and nothing happened. Hey, nice, oh, nice, oh. nice, nice. I tell you yeah, what. I thought I, I thought I read in the news that Glasgow had been destroyed. Um, so. <laughs> I tell you what, I was in the gym. I was in the gym the other day, and I was having this moment because, like, you know, I don't wear like weight makeup or anything when I go to the gym. Um, and I was having this moment, like, fuck, like I look like really clockable. I feel really out of place. Like my beard shadow is all fucked up or whatever. And I was waiting for these machines, and then this girl came up to me and she was like, "Hey, babe, like, are you waiting for this machine?" And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> like, yes." <laughs> They call me fucking David Beckham because I am passing. <laughs> easy, easy. Don't know any other footballers. Hope that works. Won't be checking. I, I, I think. I think it. I think, I think it lands. Yeah. The thing about David Beckham yeah. is, I think he passes as a footballer. I wonder if he imagines himself as a footballer. <laughs> Do you imagine yourself bending it around the goalkeeper when you jump <laughs> off? Do you imagine yourself? Bending it. <laughs> oh, that'd be quite painful, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have to do Bend It Like Beckham at some point because that's a genuinely uh, a really fun movie. Yeah, we probably do. I have enough. I don't know why I went, ah, oh, I have no fucking idea what the movie entails. I just don't like to be told to it's, do anything. It's, it's, the most, it's the most sort of like uh, implicit lesbianism of the 1990s stroke early 2000s. Um, so there's a lot there. It, it's, Actually, I think, was... I think the most implicit lesbianism of the late 90s, early 2000s was me in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this movie might give us both a run for our money, to be honest. Well, okay, actual question here. Um, Jordan Lamb asks, if we had to direct a sequel to any movie that we've watched for the pod, uh, which one? Mask of Zorro. 
We're not talking about the fucking legend of Zorro. Don't even mention that to me. Just like off the dome. What what do I want to see another movie of? What do I want to get the chance to like uh, exercise some creative freedom over? Zorro. Want to do another Zorro? It'd be cool. Fair. I I think I would want to get in one more Roger Moore. <laughs> to- tomorrow always never pussy again. Yes. Bring him back for yes. one more. Just to one like more. when he's like when he's like nineteen. We like CGI Roger Moore, not to make him look any younger. We get the oldest possible footage of him, and we composite <laughs> it together. <laughs> like fucking Disney, like doing the Disney resurrection magic. Yes. Yeah, we yes. reverse it. We make him older, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've applied the sort of like aging effect from the Irishman or the end of Saving Private Ryan to old Roger Moore. Carrie Fisher, Roger Moore for one last adventure, <laughs> <laughs> and I would have oh, Daniel dear. Craig be the villain. That's what I do. I just think it would be fun. oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just you just want a past Bond to be the villain. Yeah, yeah. You, lo- you love your... a Bond movie to be in dialogue with this other Bond movies. Box. Yeah, yeah, I do. I love it when films are in dialogue with other films. I love it when things are meta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Meta textuality. Uh, the Man from Hong Kong 2, um, where I airdrop George Lazenby into Hong Kong instead. <laughs> Ooh! What, what's the sort of vibe there? It's called Stoner, so I'll make watch it or something. <laughs> Damn, that sounds good. It's a little worse than Man from Hong Kong. They oh, hadn't perfect. nailed it yet. So it's, it's just brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's just the second best film ever made. Five minute sex scene that I was just there like, is this still going on? <laughs> <laughs> still I love I love so much. We've talked about George Lazenby so much. I love that that's what he gave up Bond to do was the five minute sex scene in Hong Kong movies. Legend. Legend. Yes. yes. Good. Good of him. Kino. <laughs> yes. at some point. I'm already building power. Um very well. Well, similar question here from... Oh, no, I cannot say that, and I'm not going to embarrass anyone <laughs> by trying. Um, oh, I thought it was a slur for a second. Someone... At, no! One of our biggest donors and patrons <laughs> has asked... <laughs> <laughs> what do you, where do you think the border between Greece and Albania should be drawn? <laughs> uh, oh god. <laughs> uh it's probably Lepanean, I think. Um who asks who will play you in Kill James Bond the movie? Alice. Who, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, that's smart. That's I, smart. I, I'm curious whether this means like who do I want to play me or who do I think would actually be cast to play me? Uh, because I mean, who do I, who do I want? I yeah, who do I want to play me, Leia Sado? Who I, do I think would be cast I was about to play to me? Say Leia Sado for you. <laughs> who, who do I want to? You watched yeah. the French? Yes, yes, and it recently. changed my fucking life. Turned me around <laughs> entirely on that woman. Um, but no, uh, who I who I think would actually be cast to play me? Uh, Rory Kinnear. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he's a great actor. <laughs> uh, was think... the only one who can replicate my perfectly concave ass. I'm trying to think. Like, I know some. I know a fair few trans actresses. So I'm like, who could conceivably play me? I don't. Mm, it's maybe like one or two who I'd be like, oh, she'd be like Jeanette Lillisher. I think could probably. Eva Green is Abigail Thorne. <laughs> it's unfortunate because you are an actor. So yeah, yeah I could play me, but like, ideally, uh, you probably <laughs> would play. Uh, but failing that, Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let him try it again. Fuck it. Goodness. My apologies, my apologies, to Eddie. I, for for business reasons, I cannot stop. <laughs> two, two, two different trans women doing separate self-deprecating jokes about being played by a male actor. There, 
I don't know, Jason Momoa. I don't know. Um, I oh whoa, that'd be cool. Yeah. No, because I'm there. Someone's what? George Lazenby though. Yeah, George Lazenby could yeah. play me. Uh, George Lazenby, age ninety, playing Dev. Yeah. Henry Cavill, but he has to have the mustache from Mission Impossible Fallout. Actually, yeah, I yeah. could see that he has the same kind of like I would shoulders. Kill to see Henry Cavill mm. in in the fucking like the romper. Yeah, no, 100%. he's got yeah. like the Witcher hair, right? Where he's got basically my hairstyle in the Witcher, but it's longer. He's he's enough of a nerd, and I say that affectionately. That I, I mm. maybe we could get him on. I bet we could get Henry Cavill on. Just talk. Just get him on Why for not? the man from Uncle, and be like, oh man, they're never making another one of these, huh? Hey, that's not a that's a good idea. That's not a bad idea. Mm. Not a bad idea. The problem is that every time we think about having like a genuine actor on, we have to conceptualize that we would have to be really serious for like three <laughs> episodes. Yeah. yeah. So if any agent checking would be like, this seems yeah, this seems acceptable. Mm. They probably wouldn't check too thoroughly though. Just just off the top of my head. For some reason I have this idea in my head that people in the industry, in the podcasting industry, don't really check the people that they're vet- mm. like uh, getting in all that much. Possibly no. the, don't, don't know couldn't, why. Couldn't Not sure, yeah. Have any idea what the vetting process is, is fast and quick and easy. Um Alfie Hall, speaking of being serious, Alfie Hall asks, uh, fuck, marry, kill, the free cues. The, the OG, obviously, Desmond Llewellyn, the cursed never say never again bass cue, or <laughs> Ben Wishaw twink cue. Uh, and in brackets here, Alfie has included, Clee's obviously left out. Yeah, because he's not a Q, he's an R. It would, it, would simply, it would eliminate our options very quickly if we had Clee's in there, because we all know what we would pick for him. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I think we we can all solve the fuck part of fuck. the equation already, which is simply. Oh, welcome to Japan, Dad. Is my little girl hot and ready? I'd oh, I'd fuck Ben Wishaw. Oh, James Bond. I'd fuck Ben Wishaw. I'd, I'd fuck Ben Wishaw. I mean, Ben Wishaw is gay, so I'm like, no, you probably that's true. Be that's true. Me into but you, you'd you'd have to like Ben Wishaw. That's the thing. That's the distinction I would make. Is I would give Desmond Llewellyn one beautiful night of passion, but to settle down <laughs> with. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to that's settle true. down with over like I know Ben Wishaw look it, like Ben Wishaw is about fucking I don't know seventy years old or whatever, but he still has twink mode aesthetics. He still has trap mode aesthetics because he follows that like four chan <laughs> diagram. Oh, <God. laughs> so, Where he only eats like you know beans and cum or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so so he looks young enough that I feel like I could get a couple of decades out of him. And you know he's got that kind of like cozy sort of like cable knit sweater aesthetic. As Q, I, I, I would marry, I would marry Ben Wishaw, and obviously I would kill, I would kill Baz Q from Never Say Never. Baz Q doesn't even stand a chance. I would be sucking Desmond Llewellyn off while he's driving um, his <laughs> Renault Megane to a book signing event in 1999. <laughs> I can't believe you, you did that after you had already sucked off Matthew McConaughey in Ireland that it one was time. Fucking- was it Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Fuck, it was, uh... uh no, it's Broderick. Oh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> but you also incidentally sucked Every off single... Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, to be fair, that was, uh... Collateral damage. Really... That was splash damage. I, I didn't mean to... <laughs> it's <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, and I was like, wait a minute, shit, how long? You're the wrong guy. And I've, guy. I've seen Ben Whishaw um, like live and like up reasonably close, and he's hmm. he's, he's surprisingly like big and like well built. They make him look. I would twig- never waste my fucking time. He's, then he's six foot one. Like the marriage and, like, is off. I'm sorry. I saw him. Um, I saw him play Brutus in Julius Caesar at the bridge, and he's like surprisingly like you know, hench. Hell yeah! They make him look twink on the on the um, on camera. Yeah, they do twinkify him for the. 
the bombs. <laughs> yeah, yeah there was a, a twinkify me for recording this. Yeah, they put him through the they put him through the twink filter. Mm, just, just a, r- a real question: where where could I get the twink filter? Um, just I don't know. you'd have to speak to Sam Mendes, I think. Well, all right, noted. Sam, let us know. Get in contact. I know you listen. Milo, not this one. A different one uh, says we all enjoyed Welsh Bond, but are there any other regional bonds that you think could have uh, as much or perhaps even greater potential? Any regional bond is funny. You apply that because the thing about Bond is that he's like he's always the man out of time, out of place, or whatever. And like it, it doesn't work as soon as you drag him down to the level of the Monday, and as soon as you think about Bond being from anywhere apart from like Scotland by way of Switzerland by way of London, then it gets fucking weird. You can't have like a Doncaster Bond, for instance, because it just it it, it collapses the whole mind palace. That's why Sean Bean couldn't get the role. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I I do think that Geordie Bond would be very funny. Geordie Bond would be fantastic. I'd fucking smash Bond. your face in, Blofeld, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> now, pay attention, 007, this is a knife. <laughs> Hugh, I'm familiar with this device. <laughs> pay attention, 007, an ordinary flat cap. However, if you look carefully, see a number of razors have been hidden within the brim. <laughs> now pay attention, 007 This is an ordinary sausage roll. <laughs> you can buy three of these from Milligan's for fifty p on a Wednesday. <laughs> Never been dropped by a helicopter on a smokestack. Imagine, Imagine it'd be quite inconvenient. inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, Glaswegian Bond would be very funny. Bond, what do you know about the Four Corners KFC? Well, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking tell you this is like unconnected to anything but I, I walked past Kevin Bridges in the street the other day I saw him in a cafe and I, I very nearly just was like oh fuck but I didn't say anything but it was definitely You're doing the sort of Leo DiCaprio sort of pointing at the screen from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah God, yeah, no, any regional bond is funny I'm sorry uh, could, could be absolutely anywhere Cornish bond Cornish uh, Bond is the one that the question asker included. Essex Bond. West Country Bond would be nice. I don't know. I'd enjoy it. I could play it. It'd be good. I'm not going to do the voice. <laughs> looks, looks like an ordinary bottle of scrumpy. <laughs> but yeah, one but. sip of this Holy and you're going to fall down a fucking mine shaft. <laughs> Let me tell you. Frosty Jacks, baby. It's oh, not, yeah. You don't oh, want to fuck, don't around, fuck with around with that shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If it's in a blue plastic five liter bottle and it's like seven percent, holy shit! I'd love to see like a henchman doing all kinds of like fight choreography and Geordie Bond just fucking nutting him. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Like not even moving till he gets close, and then just punching him like that police horse. <laughs> Geordie Bond just keeps taking his shirt off. No one knows why. <laughs> oh fucking come on, man! Come on, man! You fucking bastard! Smash your face in! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gear cunt. <laughs> yeah. Behind the curtain here, I included that because I was like, Abby's going to do yeah, voices. We just, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, I read that question. I was like, we can get like four or five, I reckon. Yeah. No, no, just one solid one. Malachi Biffle, phenomenal name, name. Um, asks Today I went to make a playlist of KJB biggest absolute bangers um, and ended up downloading three quarters of the episodes, which kicked off an hour and a half. Uh, categorizing and organizing frenzy. This is an unconnected question, but um, what are our hosts' most seemingly boring things that give you an inordinate amount of joy? I have uh, an answer for this right off the fucking bat. It's, it's, it's going to be the same. Damn, it's, it's 
<laughs> I just held up something it's... to the camera. That's happened to me like that. That was a, that was a room joke. Um, it's, it's absolutely when Abby says she's putting a kettle on. Before, yeah, yeah, before that's, an episode. That's also so my good. answer. That's my answer. Really? That's my, oh, yeah, you guys are really sweet. No, it's it's it, it's how I know that I have to like sort of lumber across the room and start up the Zencaster is because like five minutes before we have to go, Abby will announce that she's putting the kettle on, possibly sometimes including a photo of the kettle, uh, and that's that's just delightful. Aww. Yeah, these days the in joke has has included like it's it's grown to the point where now we're just putting like T minus kettle. Yeah, you like, could, oh, you shit. could, yeah, you could do anything. Like at this point, we all know, we understand the signifier. You could take a photo of a pizza oven and be like, uh, <laughs> "We got to start the episode in about four hours once this heats up." <laughs> like a teacup in a pizza oven. Just like, oh, it's time, it's time, baby. <laughs> I like, sometimes I just start the podcast with a cup of tea. You know, it's good for the voice. Tonight I'm on the it's wine. Like, yeah, yeah. It's late. Um, oh, what was the question? Yeah. Like I mean, for mundane right things. What? Yeah, mundane things that uh, bring you a lot of joy. Yeah, from from your co-hosts, I think it was. Not so. specifically. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. Well, I still stand by my answer. Oh. Um. I I think I I have to. I really love Devon's Devon clothing. The Devon clothing is so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. Like I was, I was in on the ground floor of the by any devs necessary North Face jacket, and every time I got a little progress update about how that was going, it just sort of like ah, perfect perfection. So good, everything about your life, Dev. Like your mum as well. I love your mum. My my mum is phenomenal. Absolutely top ten. Um, uh, what point of a top ten she'd be though? I was gonna say, what are the other nine mums? <laughs> Top ten anime Legally, mums. I cannot. <laughs> um, no, the, the fucking North Face puffer. And if you don't know what uh, Abby's talking about regarding the Devon clothing, it's gonna be my pinned tweet for a while. So you can just head to Devon on Earth and have a gander. <laughs> and um, I screen printed the word Devon on a shitload of like shirts and a hoodie um, in the in the Supreme font because uh, I found out what it was and it was very easy to do. And then I. Um, Got a North Face puffer jacket, and it's the same one from the On Her Majesty's Secret Hype Beasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly that. I used I used um Q. What is it? It's um Drip Goku is the the meme image. <laughs> I use that as reference. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just an image of Goku wearing the North Face puffer jacket <laughs> with by any means necessary all over it. <laughs> so I, I aped that and just printed Devon all over it, and it it took me like two solid weeks of work. <laughs> And like a, so much material, but it was worthwhile, baby, <laughs> because that's a fucking decent jacket still. Like it yeah, still yeah, functions. Yeah, it looks amazing. I think. I think at this point we got we got to start selling the Devon shirts. You can. Uh, nah, you need baby. Fair enough. It, I think if I think if you know, actually, we probably could. If I get like an order of like five of each size from Monster Press and just throw it up one day, you have to get in there fast. Devon shirts are only available in XXL. You've got to get ripped to fit. <laughs> I'm wearing a medium. <laughs> Devon shirts are... You can only order them in two sizes too small so you look ripped. That's, ah. That's right. That's smart. That's smart. Hillary Johnson asks, uh, "Would this is something I've been thinking about for quite some time, would you rather have to fight a sword-wielding chimpanzee once every year for the rest of your life, or have to fight a chicken every time you enter a car. I mean, I would obviously pick the chicken because, 
like I just got my my theory pass. I still I like I don't have a car. I don't know when I'm going to learn to drive. But I think this is an important decarbonization measure. If I have to fight a chicken every time I get in the car, I'm using that shit for essential journeys only. I'm not popping down the shops because if I do, I'm going to have to kill a chicken. And at that point, you know, I've already got half the shit that I want to go to the shops for. Dead chicken. So, like, yeah, no, it, it's definitely, that's that's my answer. Although, the idea of the sort of, like, battle of honour with the chimpanzee. Is it the same chimpanzee that's every time? That's what I was about to ask. I believe it to be. To, to me, I would believe it to be the same chimpanzee. Chimpanzee's gonna age faster than me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been thinking about this for some time, because I saw this question as a tweet at some point last year and boys chat chatted about it for a long time with a chicken i think it would become mundane very quickly because chickens are so easy to kill like yeah. it's not even a problem they have a long neck and go, it's, it's like buckling your seatbelt. you know you, you get in the car you reach over you snap the chicken <laughs> yeah it's just like all right it's like mirror mirror all right chicken done it's like i'm not gonna snap his neck i'm just going up the road i'm just gonna hold it <laughs> you just like toss it out the window and just drive away. What's it gonna fucking do? Um, but the sword wielding chimpanzee as a concept fills me with such like honor. <laughs> like, once a year, and to me, I feel like I would have to know when it arrives. Like I would sense the arrival yeah. of my longtime enemy. <laughs> just, just carving a Z into a chimpanzee, <laughs> so the devil will know who sent you. <laughs> What what kind of swords do we envision the chimpanzee being armed with here? Is this like a is this a rapier situation like Zoro? Is it a katana? Does it have like a saber? Can't be a rapier. No, Can't that's too rapier. powerful. A chimp with a rapier? No. It's like a Roman gladius. Horny for a chimp. Ooh. <laughs> if someone's fighting me with a rapier, I'm gonna be horny for him. I cannot do that to a chimp. So it has to be. <laughs> that's <laughs> bad. Perfect no, sentence. Logical. It would have to be like a, a samurai sword of some description as well, I think I'm imagining. Mm. You know, like finest Nippon Steel. Um, or a Claymore would also be fun. But you would feel his presence, like the quickening, like Highlander. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it wouldn't be fun if just like once a year I could just get murked from behind in a crowded space by a chimp with a sword. Like, I, it has to be honorable. Like fucking Kato. <laughs> I mean, you, you think about the quickening, that's one option. My alternative option for this is that you get a little alert on your phone telling you the proximity of the chimp, like Grinder. Professor Chimp has been yeah. detected. Ch chimp is 500 meters away. Chimp is 450 meters away. And that I, was like a second today. later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the notifications give the impression that it is closing on you at an alarming speed. Or maybe it's like by mutual appointment. Like you both have to go to like the field of honor, right? At the same time every year. You feel an irresistible urge to a faraway land to fight for the prize. <laughs> it's got like wildflowers all over it. There's like blossom in the wind. It's very aesthetic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it has always cherry blossom no matter what time of year it is. Mm -hmm. um, the thing about the, the chimp, right, is <laughs> that <laughs> when it shows up, after you defeat that chimp, that's the most relaxing series of months you've ever had in your life. You don't have to worry about anything. If you've defeated the chimp, like, there's mm -hmm. nothing. That's, that's a fair true. point. But as soon as that New Year's clicks over you're worrying it's back about in, the chimp. Back in attention yeah, mode. you're worrying about the chimp I... less so but the longer it goes throughout the year before the chimp arrives you're going to get more and more worried 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Also, I, I envision it being the same chimp every time, like we said. So, like, it's it's no, it's never a battle to the death, right? It's a chimp that is known to me. Yeah, mm. and by, by definition, so you de- you defeat the chimp, which we're assuming you're going to do most of the time, and the chimp sort of limps away to lick its wounds and, like, you know, come back the next year stronger. But the, the sort of <laughs> you defeat the chimp and you raise its its chin up with the blade. Yeah, blade. yeah, 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 yeah. Challenge <laughs> me again when you are ready. But but the problem is, like, at some point, law of large numbers, you're going to lose to the chimp, and then you have to spend that year. You oh. have to spend a year of your fucking life knowing that you you've been bested by the chimp and you have to fight it again. Like, and and your options then are to like either to train to 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 fight oh, or train. To, to, you know, to, to sort of, uh, you know, go for the, the jugular vein of the chimp, or to accept defeat and become someone who is cursed, in effect, to get their ass beat by a chimp with a sword once a year. I think if the chimp with the sword defeats me, I would want it to kill me. Yeah. Um, I don't want to have to deal with that. That's when you know that's, that's life is done. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's when the chimp... Um, can take over from me on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, but the chimp, the chimp won't kill you because it would be uh, like you know it would do you too much honor to be to be killed by it. It would kill um, you with tears in its eyes. It would thank you for teaching it. The ways <laughs> of a sword. It would, it would, it would behead you honorably. Absolutely, absolutely. Although, of course, if it does let you live, then the rest of that year I'm in fucking absolute training mode. Yeah, of like, course. Not, that chimp is not getting past me I mean, twice. What, what if you? What if you like? You become sort of so complacent that you start to flex on the chimp. You go sort of Musashi mode. You arrive with like an oar. You know, you try and defeat <laughs> the chimp with like a comedy weapon. If you think you're ready, come at me and I've got like a fucking fork. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Devin getting defeated by a chimp and then just becoming like like fucking Vegeta for this chimp. Just like training constantly <laughs> yeah. to try and beat it. Oh, I've tried so hard to fucking never beat the chimp. <laughs> you're, you're putting the fucking poster up in your home gym that's like the chimp exercise today, did you? The thing is, I'm okay with being a Vegeta. The chimp exercise is really good. <laughs> yeah, can we, okay, can we do another poster? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes! The chimp exercise. It's like a chimp with a sword. It's, it's, it's got like it's got it's like so the sword in one hand. It's like doing chin ups with the other. Like a chimp with a headband. Like that's so good. Oh, I don't remember what I was gonna fucking say. You said you were okay with being Vegeta, and I said when I was fourteen, I said the same thing. I am okay with being Vegeta, largely because um, my sister's boyfriend is stronger than me, Whoa. and he's he keeps. I know it's fucked up, uh, and he. I just I'm not stronger than him. Is we did chip? a bunch of like lifting when we were building. Um, <laughs> cannot possibly answer that uh, <laughs> when we were building the barn, and he was. He's just slightly stronger than me, so I'm. Not, I'm okay playing second. When was this though? Because you've gotten bigger in the last few months. Mm. I, but so is he. That's the shame. Oh fuck's sake. Happens to the best of it. Well, he hasn't got bigger actually. He's got much slimmer. He's lost a shitload of weight, but it's all muscle now. You know what though? He wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to best you if he was constantly having to think about the chimp. You know, that is true. It would weaken him. I think that's the thing about the chimp is that it doesn't make you stronger. It weakens you. It's a war of attrition. Yeah, exactly. If I was about to honorably duel someone, we've been doing this for like ten minutes. If I was about to honorably duel someone, and they were like, "Hold on, I'm expecting a chimp," I'd be like, "Oh, okay, no, no worries, man. I'll get out here." I'm not going to stand in between you and the chimp. Yeah. 
the chimp poster idea is so good. That's so I know you hate posters, demographic. It's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> but it would be very funny. We do a much smaller size, mm-hmm. so yeah. normal size that you can find a frame for. Ash with an exclamation point asks, "What is the worst thing about the UK that you will nonetheless reflexively defend if an American criticizes it?" Um, the flag. Actually, I think it looks nice. Um. I no, I'm not sure why. I just like I like the little pretty geometric shapes, and uh, it, it's a purely aesthetic opinion. I make no political defense of it whatsoever. I just think that it looks good. London. London. Ooh. Yeah. It's fucking shit. It's horrible. Everyone's got air pollution in their lungs. Everything's too expensive. Then if Americans ever come here and they're like, "This is shit," I'm like, "You're from fucking America. Fuck you." Like, I I missed I'm not it even so, from London. Like, so badly when I came yeah. down for the live show because I grew up sort of adjacent to it. Like, I I, I count myself as having grown up in London just because Beckenham is so fucking Tory that it like whatever. Yeah, but reasonable. Yeah, no. Like I, I've told this story a million times, but the first thing that I heard in London when I got out of the station. <sighs> Was a guy yelling at his girlfriend, going "suck your mum, bruv" to his girlfriend, and I'm like, <sighs> I just sort of drank that in for a minute. And I'm like, I'm home. It's, it's the only. It's the only city in the world. Everywhere else is 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 fake. I'm actually with you on London. London's London's a shell. I hated it, but when, but I, but it's it's so good. I keep going back like once a fucking month. It's so good. Um, but what the thing that. I will reflexively defend about the UK is the food. I, I think the food's good. I think it's That's fine. True. That's true. I think I think a Cornish pasty uh, was invented. It was revealed to us by God Himself. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, because e- even if you like get the sort of the lib take here, which is like chicken tikka masala is a British food. Uh, diversity has made our food significantly better. Therefore, it's not bad anymore. It's true, but like so the the food that is not diversity, listeners. Yeah, but, but <laughs> the food's good. But the food, like, I've, I've completely jumped the track on this one. The, but no, like the the like, I guess what you might call the fucking trad Anglo food, or whatever. I think it's often unfairly maligned. Mm. You know, steak, steak and ale pie, delicious. Roasts, roasts, yeah, nice. Roasts, fucking Yorkshire pudding, yeah. baby. Mwah. Come on, it's good shit. Eel, it's all good. I think it's good. Yeah. Sausage rolls, even if you ignore the like. Fusion cuisines that have made their way over here. If you even like eliminate yeah. all of that, I'm not saying a fucking jelly deal pie is good. That is still shit. Yeah. But like pork pies, steak and ale. I pork miss pie. that's the that's the only pork that I miss is a pork pie. The sole thing. Mm. Don't miss. I don't miss bacon. I don't miss anything. Anything that has pork in it, apart from a pork pie. And it's purely because of the like the sort of the crust and the aspic there. Oh, hot water crust. Idea. HP sauce. Beautiful. HP, wonderful, made in Holland, but whatever. It's got the Houses of Parliament proper on it. sausages. Can't get proper sausages in America. With sauce. Nah, you can't get a fucking decent sauce. Mm, that's, that's our patriotism quota. Now we have to talk mm. about all of the ways in which the United Kingdom has to be destroyed, possibly by the ape. If you join forces with the ape, we're, we're all fucked, yeah. That's um, true. Yeah. Okay, fine. Fine. Uh, what is a lesbian? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> sorry, that's the reminder. I don't. I haven't written a payoff for it yet. Um, like t- two thirds of the podcast. Yeah. Again, yeah. I define it thusly. Yeah. 
<laughs> the, the simplest argument to to refute uh, a lesbian prescriptivist is to simply have a lot of gay sex and not think about it too much. And while they're making sort of while they're sort of making little comics where a, a fucking anthropomorphic dog goes, oh, actually, you're you're not allowed to call yourself a lesbian. Meanwhile, you're blasting through he him pussy. You're fine, you know. It's, good. it's fine. Pay as little attention to that shit as possible. People are like, opinion. I sound like Suffolk. Will would will I? I'm actually a Vincian Achillean. Yeah, you're a, you're yeah. a Vincian Achillean M spec uh, Sapphic. I I I really don't like the word Sapphic in general. And I especially don't like the word Sapphic as a plural. Like if you say suffix to mean to mean like lesbian and bisexual it's too women, sharp a word to me. It's the IKS mm. as like a. Phonium. I think just just because it's of drama school shit. If somebody says to me, "I'm Sapphic," I'm like, "You like poetry? Like Greek poetry?" Like. It's similar okay. problem is I, I saw it I saw in that post the the term thesbian and I was like no nah, mm. that's that just reads as thespians yeah yeah <laughs> at the <laughs> same time like this. if that if, if that is you if if you're like hey actually I'm like a Sapphic and a lesbian and this summarizes my experience more accurately then hey fair enough not telling you like what you should do listener because you're our actual friend and we love you just saying like well we're lesbians we're lesbian keep it simple well, what we're saying is don't fucking tell don't tell us what to hmm. do either. Because we'll kill you. Yeah, yeah like that fucking that chimp. That's right. It's time. <laughs> we'll unleash a Geordie Bond in your general How direction. Fucking lesbians. Got <laughs> 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 a fucking problem with that? Let, let, a, let a thousand blossoms bloom. Uh, but but I ain't spending any time on it because I don't have enough Newcastle-based knowledge to make the equivalent of the Bob Catter joke. Yeah, that. I mean, the Bob Catter joke is phenomenal. What's it is Bob good. Um, but sadly, there's no. Oh, let me let me just indulge oh, you here. Shit. But I ain't spending any time on it because, in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. That was his rationale for not for 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 not uh, like opposing same-sex marriage, which he did later vote against when it came up. So. So he was just know, like, I'm not like, like gay people get married because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "I'm no, not going. I'm not into legislating it. You know, let let a thousand blossoms bloom, but I ain't spending any time on it because of the crocodile thing." I mean, yeah, because once every three months, uh, someone is torn to pieces by a crocodile. That's in not Queensland. very often. I mean, that's like, remarkably that. Like, what was that for a year? Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, so fine. That's negligible to me. Do you rather fight a crocodile every three months or a chimp every twelve? I would, I would take the chimp. I don't want to fight a crocodile. Those things will fuck you right up. I'm not fighting a fucking crocodile. That, that boy is dinosaur. I'm not fucking with him at all. You ever see those like videos of a crocodile like bellowing and like Ooh. the fucking reverb like splashes the water by its by its chest? And I'm like, this oh. is unacceptable to me. But the th- the thing about crocodiles is that they're God's perfect killing machines. They're absolutely no more evolving left to do. They've had their chance. Sharks of the and land. They have, they, they've yeah, they've declined it. They're like, nope, I'm I'm fine as I am. And every three months, I can tear a North Queenslander to pieces. Oh, absolutely. Like Sorosukians were were. They, they, it was like a shitload of various kinds of crocodiles. They filled out all these niches, but you know what? Bestia's still the original, baby. That's right. Crocodile that's right. mode, normal. It's fine. <laughs> original, original and best. Original and best. They're also George delicious. Black, um, Never had crocodile. Like Never had crocodile. Really I've had, good. um, really good. It's the weirdest. I, I'm asking my own question here of what the weirdest meat I've eaten is. Um, mm. 
which for me is probably ostrich. Kangaroo, kangaroo and crocodile, python. Yeah, kangaroos. Um, python. Not uh, python. Ostrich is nice. Uh, horse isn't bad. Uh, had, yeah, horse is fine. Yeah. Had an interesting like horse meat casserole. There is a restaurant um, in London that only serves exotic animals. If you are ever feeling like a fuck, if you want to don your pith helmet and go. <laughs> Um, I did. Jesus I did Christ. once. Uh, I did once take somebody as, uh, on a date there because we had a thing for being like decadent and evil, um, and uh, karma punished <laughs> us because least surprising thing <laughs> ever. No, no. Well, I, I, you, you know who it is as well. Um, and uh, as as we leaned across the table to kiss, she set her hair on fire with the uh, with the candle, um, and I said the most in- the most English thing I've ever said. I was like, "Darling, you appear to be on fire." Um, which I was quite proud of how smooth that was, but uh, that that was uh, we quickly put it out, and it was an amusing evening with delicious crocodile. Wonderful, insane to me. <laughs> um, very well, <laughs> George Black, and this is, stick with me on this. Okay, uh, says when watching Penguins late last year, you noted that the four titular characters um, matched up with the three of you and us listeners. Sure, so the three of us being. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Skipper Kowalski and Rico. Rico, and yeah, you're right. That was it. And Private, of course, being the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> With Fanalis, <laughs> slap the fruit. <laughs> Just do it again. Slap the fruit. Work a day. Um, <laughs> second half of the question, George Black asks, uh, "With." Which of the four humours do you most strongly identify? <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Like, sapphic, achillic, uh... Yeah, Vin- Vincian. <laughs> um, but, but, okay, we've we got, uh, we got black bile, we got yellow bile, we got Collar? phlegm. Uh, yeah, collar's yellow bile. And, right. Um, uh, and, then, and then we got blood. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling quite sanguine, generally. I think I could, I think I could perhaps be blood. Um, yeah. what, what emotion um, does that give you? Um, hot, I believe. Yeah, it's it's, it, well, it's, it's two two one. things. I'm hot and wet because the thing is the humors in humorism. There's like they have a they have a hot versus cold and they have a dry versus wet. So blood is hot and wet. Uh, yellow bile is hot and dry. Uh, black bile is cold and dry, and phlegm is cold and wet. <laughs> You're just rattling the shit off. I, listen. <laughs> Listen. Are you sitting there in a fucking like plague doctor's mask? <laughs> I I do actually own one of those because I got it for a, a shit post at the beginning of the reading pandemic. From a compendium. <laughs> listen, listen. It's not. It's not. It's perfectly neurotypical to know whether I'm you're neurotypical. To know whether you're choleric, sanguine, melancholic, or phlegmatic. Alice right? is like levitating off the floor, reading from the fucking dark hold. Like I got, I got so like... many orbs going at the same time. Oh, that's a lot of orbs. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm like carving like runes and sigils and like flames. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I'm I'm collapsing the two biles because I think that's too many biles mm. uh, down into one just bile, and I'm assigning that to the listeners to make room for cum, which oh. to me the fifth humor. is the true feel, uh, fourth so, humour. So the listeners, the listeners are both choleric and and melancholic. They're they're like sad but also angry. Oh, I'm melancholic actually. Yeah, mm. maybe maybe I'm melancholic. I think I'm gonna go uh, with the angry one, the yellow bile one, because um, I'm playing a character at some point in the near future on stage um, who. At one point, somebody says to them, "What drunk with collar?" Because they're so, so angry. So hot and dry, hot and dry, nice. hot, hot and dry, dry one. Yeah. hot and dry, baby. <laughs> Absol Guardian asks, 
if well there's your problem existed within uh the james bond universe mm. what events would there be episodes on so so many things the craig ones come first to mind because he sabotages that aircraft launch he does moonraker moonraker does. fuck yes Rocket, <laughs> rocket fall down, oh Justin. Rocket fall Hearing down. Roz explain the fucking <laughs> Moonraker. <laughs> Hearing Roz explain Doctor Knows like radiation filled room <laughs> would also be incredible. <laughs> we get like slightly distracted, and we end up talking about like train air brakes for a half hour during the slide about you know. Dave Batista kicking Leo Sado in the face. God, there's so there's so many. There's so every, so so. Basically, many. every movie has at least one thing that it would be unbelievably funny to me to hear Roz attempt to explain. <laughs> you should do that on April Fools. That would be quite fun. Yeah, maybe. Get, we'll we'll get we'll get both of you and we'll do a crossover episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's kill problem. Mm. Well, there's kill your James problem. Listen, I'm still I'm still riding the high of like my fucking alchemist moment there listen if if you want if you if you want any uh, any poultices done oh, um, if you want any tinctures i could go for a tincture i could go for a salve <laughs> yeah 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 little ointments <laughs> unguents yeah all sorts <laughs> Un- unguents in the same sort of tone as like ingredients nice. with a ce at the end. <laughs> oh dear anyway um hey hazel smith here Bafflingly worded question. Who says if you could only do one of the three things that Vargas doesn't do? <laughs> it's a bit of a. What? It's a bit of a. Di- stop. Don't, stop. Don't Di- diagram this sentence out for me. So Vargas does not smoke, does not drink, does not make love. That's right. If That's we right. could only do one of those three things, of course, Vargas does not drink, does not smoke. I love does the wording. I love how he says okay. does not make love. Only do... <laughs> does not make love. Well, in, in, in keeping with my hot and wet uh, temperament, I, I think I am going to choose to fuck. Because that's what Vargas does. one of the things Vargas doesn't do, right? Yeah, so the, the question is if we could only do one of them. Yeah. He, he doesn't... Then what? He, well, he, yeah, you, you're not which allowed one to do the other do, two, obviously. Right. Uh, like, oh, Alice does not drink. Yeah, does yeah. Not and, smoke. Like, I, I'm, taking, I'm taking drink... Yeah, well, I quit. I quit smoking. I smoked really heavily, thus accounting for this voice. Um, until Masterful. I was like fucking it's a twenty-five. Great voice, honestly, a so solid I've already choice. Qu- or already yeah. It was yeah. Take up <laughs> smoking. Um, it, so I've I've already quit doing that. I don't smoke. Uh, if we're choosing drink to mean alcohol, I fucking barely do that either. So we're left with the one thing that I do do, which is fuck. I fuck. Yeah. No, absolutely. I I would also fuck. I think. Vargas top arc. The funny thing would be to see like, standing there with <laughs> Vargas, the fucking Vargas, he does not drink, but by God, does he fuck. Jesus. He does He does not top, he does not switch. Exclusively um, bottoms. We got fanboy Vargas. Jesus. Huge dick, refuses yeah, to use it. Very right. smart. Um, I, I think it would be very that's funny right, if I was like, right. I will smoke only. I've known girls like that. Now. <laughs> I think it has to be fuck as well. I think it has mm. to be fuck. Yeah, because if somebody said you can't ever drink again, I'd be like, well, that is a shame, but I bet after a while I won't miss it, and in the long run it'll probably be good for me. So that's something. That's something a doctor might plausibly tell you. You know, mm. like yeah, when I'm yeah. told to convert to Islam. 
more like sequentially or anything. I would like get drunk once, be like, oh, well, that was unpleasant. Let's never do that for, you know, six, seven months. And then just sort of carried on like that. So some reason I kept, I went through a run of like dating girls who were very heavy drinkers. Like three or four years in a row, I was just getting battered a lot. <laughs> as, as in drunk. Oh, but also the other thing. <laughs> I, I could see that one like like a plane coming in that for was, landing. That was an accident. I did not mean to do that. Uh, but it was, it was locked in on the fucking approach pattern there. Friend of This is just fun to me. A uh, friend of a show here asks, talk us through your pitch for hosting Wait Eurovision. Did you just name yourself friend of the show? That's a, that's such yeah, a powerful a friend move. of the show. That's nicely done, very clever. I mean, we're, we're, I mean, all of you are friends of the show because you're yeah. our real life friends. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that's that's smart. That's smart. What's our pitch for hosting Eurovision? I think the theme is gay James Bond, just because it it would that's annoy the theme people. Of, that's the theme of every Eurovision. <laughs> that is true. I mean. I mean, I would be in. I would be in some form of romper. You know this That's to be true. true. Black tie um, romper would be very funny. <laughs> don't tempt me. Do not tempt me. I don't go to enough black tie events. I'm simply to... trying to be the transgender Petra Maida. Uh I I would try. I would imitate her desperately, and I think it would work very well. Oh, transgender. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Swedish mm. presenter, because uh, she's the only good Eurovision presenter it's ever had. Everybody else has been shit. That's true. Uh, I think on Alice's on Alice's behalf, I would make the theme to Eurovision Islam, <laughs> just because <laughs> it would be extremely funny to all, like because it would give an aneurysm to all those people who are like the creeping Islamization of Europe. Like it started with Eurovision. That's right. That's right. First the transgenderism with Conchita Wurst, and now the Islam. Uh, easy. Yeah, she invented yeah. it, is the thing. What um, Islam? I'm not sure that's true. Yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, she is a devout Muslim, you can tell, because the, you know, the beard is according to the Sunnah. That is true. That's true. No mustache, though. <laughs> <laughs> Conchita Wurst with just the chin strap. Um, the thing about hosting Eurovision is while I think it would be funny, I think that if I ever heard Graham Norton making fun of me, I would cry. Well, I would do sort of the opposite, in sort of an unusual role reversal for us here, Dev, which is you get sort of a drunk right. Graham Norton in the BBC press box going like, oh, that wasn't very good, was it? And you just look down and you see that I'm making my way off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'm at, a, I'm at a walking pace just to get up there and be like, "What the fuck did you just say about me?" I dare you, that'd be so funny to kick open the door while Norton's there. And be like, "What are you fucking saying to me, <laughs> son of a bitch?" I got this chimp here that wants yeah. a word of you. Graham, oh, you fucking bastard. <laughs> Just not really quite getting Oi. the interaction that Graham Norton and Eurovision presenters are meant to have, and just getting ge genuinely quite angry. Like, genuinely <laughs> primed. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I don't even write this script. <laughs> Graham, please. <laughs> Oh dear, I've, I'm so I'm sort of running low. Yeah, um, I've got a couple, got a couple left, and there there's some emergency questions in the tank. Yeah, there are some some nice uh, low balls. Which John Lincoln here asks: Given this podcast explores masculinity and in brackets, and also children's movies, shut the fuck up. 
Do you? <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm leaving the recording <laughs> and going to this person's house. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. It's okay. I'm just trying to figure out if we can we can find these people's addresses sure actually because Patreon yeah. might give it to us. I think you can. I think you put your address mm. in the Patreon, yeah, which is which is very handy for for me proceeding at a at a walking mm. pace towards you. Like the fucking thing in it follows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you feel a creeping sense of dread that one day you will have to watch the Fast and Furious series? I mean, yeah, that's not a bad idea. We're, we're gonna have to. The, the only one that I feel dread about watching is still Austin Powers, which I still refuse to do mm -hmm. on yeah. general principle. Yeah, 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 I have no interest uh, in that. I think that's the only... Because th this is the thing, right? Now we're in season two. Now that uh, we've all finished season one, we've we can now do every movie in the world um, mm. because we're we're talking about how does it relate to uh, this enormous cultural sort of sociological phenomenon of masculinity, which is sort of like applied in various degrees of consent to like broadly half the population of the fucking earth. Um, mm. Yeah, we can we can fucking do anything, and the <sighs> one thing that we won't do is Austin Powers. Mm. That's our secret. Every movie says something about masculinity. Because yeah. they've all either got men in or they don't. Yeah. Uh, so right. when, we, when we do end up doing The Fast and the Furious, I mean, much like this podcast, The Fast and the Furious movies are about family, right? That's the one thing I've, I've learned That's right. from them. That is and right. And also about Vin Diesel slurring all of his lines really badly. So I think we'll have, we'll have a good time with them. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, because yeah, we're, we're about... Be it's it's wow. about family, and you, the listeners, are also our family. The thing about the Fast and Furious thing is that we would do it like we've done Jason Bourne. We would just watch each of them. Yeah, no, for sure. And there are, I think, ten. Oh my god! So that's so many. So that'll be fascinating. That's so fucking many. I'll be over two months. God, <laughs> it'd be like approaching three. Or maybe God, we would be emerging views by that point. <laughs> also, listeners, as as we do movies that are like in the modern age with actors and producers and people who are still working, you'll you'll hear me get like less and less critical of them because I'm like, fuck, I might like bump into this person. Uh, we're doing that's why we're doing every movie chronologically. That's why you can badmouth uh, yeah, Georges Méliès for doing Voyage to the Moon, right? Is yeah, we're we're gonna be watching the train arrive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then go. Oh shit! So, it says Jesus a lot about Christ. masculinity. Mm -hmm. For Are instance, there men on that train? Don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, fuck. Do I still have? Yeah, I do. Society. I know you do. You have shit from. You have shit from Doctor No. I no, know I just meant readily have... to hand. I, I mean, readily to hand. I also oh, I have Senator Armstrong from Metal Gear Solid: Revengeance saying mites. Mice. It's, the it's thing is, I was there when when you created this, and I still don't really understand why. You but, but, well, because kept but, because it's clipped mice. <laughs> it's clipped from. Yeah, it's my sources. I fucking made yeah, it up, and yeah. you've accidentally clipped just the first. Yeah, I syllable. accidentally did one second of mice, and I just I was so charmed by that that I'm just I'm just keeping it. Mice yeah. society. Wait, I think yeah. I can do society. Mice society. There we go. My society. Yeah. It would have been My nice society. if I had that for fucking flushed away. Oh well. Mm. Yeah. Hang <laughs> on. Um, I feel left out. I, I feel left I out. Really I know I have the millionaire sequel. Yeah. 
I got millionaire. I've got Riley based. No, so look, I think that it is based. <laughs> uh, what else have I got? I've... I still have all of the like. Uh, they took my family, obviously. They took everything from me. No, they took my family. There was a new one of those recently, wasn't that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Earth's most divorced man got further divorced uh, and, <laughs> and and complained about it. Also, my wife. My wife. <laughs> Do we have a question to end on? You have a question? Yeah, we got a couple. Um, we got a few. Uh, you know what? Let's let's take a look at here. Um, it's fine. Just put the put the uh, who wants to meet millionaire music over yourself. Bang up. <laughs> Bang up. My wife. Uh, Frank Kettering. Uh, so that's not his name. It's Kettering. Asks a rapier is a weapon of a horny man at either. <laughs> a fat- uh, which is of course a yes. quote from. <laughs> One of my favorite sentences um, I've ever said. What is the horniest form of combat? Wrestling. Easily. Mm. See, I do think it's sword fighting. Uh, but, but, but sword fighting, you're not, unless, uh, absent a few very specific circumstances, you're not getting greased up to sword fight somebody. Mm. Maybe you are. <laughs> you're not going to grab me if I'm all the time, up. All the times I've ever fought somebody with a sword, I was wearing a shirt as well. Uh, which was maybe my mistake, you know. Uh, Again, that's a failing on your part. I don't know why they don't, you're... They don't let goodness. you wear the fucking little frilly shirts for, like, health and safety reasons while you're fencing, which is bullshit, frankly. Yeah, that's true. It's bullshit. You know? I Did think we... it is specifically... You know what? I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little website oh, called... Uh, no, I can't say that either. Fuck! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. I can't. I will tell Dev and Alice what my actual answer is later on. For now, I'm going to say it's also sword fighting. <laughs> sword fighting is also Hor- the horniest form of combat. <laughs> I know what the word asks. Uh, which finishing moves from professional wrestling, such as the Batista Bomb, the Stone Cold Stunner, uh, are, in your opinions, one, most effective in real combat, uh, two, coolest looking, and three, the safest to perform on a child? I feel as if one and three are pulling against each other. Does it have to be mm. one answer? I don't believe it has I'm to be one I'm going to try and make it one answer anyway. If you want a universal wrestling move, the answer is clearly the people's elbow. It's why it's called that. Um, after after they nationalised The Rock um, and, and took all of his moves into public ownership. Um... After, after <laughs> The Rock went, went bankrupt, there was a run on The Rock. Um, that triggered yeah. the financial crisis. The People the in the rock. northeast were queuing around the block to get the money out of the rock. <laughs> Matt Ridley was briefly sacked. It'd be easy like, to do a run on the block. Yeah, I saw, I saw the like uh, theme park Amazon River movie, and I want my money mm-hmm. back, so I'm going to get my money out back out of the rock. And you can do that. You can head straight down to the bank right now and go, "All of my money, please." Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Uh, it helps if you have a gun. gun unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. What? Why? Because then, if if that's you just, just that's no, turning no, no. it into a crime, I, you're, it's I, I don't agree. I think if you go to a bank and you say, "Give get, give me money. all of the money," I have a gun. That changes the whole dynamic of that situation into one in which you're much more likely to get all of the money. You're kicking the door down of the bank, which is more difficult these days because they're typically glass yeah, sliding yeah, doors I know. and it's automatic. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Banks should be easier to rob. But I reckon if you get there fast enough, you you can kick them down, sure. and then you yell, "I am." PG Wentworth, baby. <laughs> it's my fucking money. That's right. That's reasonable. I've never seen a professional wrestling, so I don't know any of the moves. That's fine. 
It's one of the horniest forms of combat. That, that, uh, that is helps. true. Um, but it also gave the world Hulk Hogan, so, you know. I think you could perform an RKO on a child, and it wouldn't even be a problem. DDT is a child. these wrestling moves is that they aren't really supposed to actually, like, hurt you too bad, because it's, it's your mates do that it, you're doing do, it Doing, too, doing really. the kind of, like, outlaw so, wrestling stuff to a child where you're hitting them with fucking fluorescent light tubes. You've got, like, a bunch of hidden razors and shit. <laughs> I would hate to be hit with a fluorescent light tube, in all honesty. I, I wouldn't enjoy it, but there's not... Uh, I, that isn't true. I was, I was about was to say... kinda hot. I was gonna say, I was about to say, there aren't a lot of things I would enjoy being hit with, but that's false advertising. Such a fucking lie. That's a, that's, that's just that's a lie. Untrue. That's untrue, yes. I'm just thinking of, like, British lads hit each other with chair, mm. and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. no, that no, is... that's a movie that has a lot to say that's about masculinity. That's the form of contact. Yes! That's that's. <laughs> we just discussed British lads. I could do that now. I can picture every frame of that. Perfectly. The fact that it was clearly in like the back of a terraced house. Uh, mm-hmm. The the guy picking up the the discarded cigarette. Oh yeah, he smokes. It. He smokes a cigarette, tosses it down, and then another guy leans over and picks it up. Uh, he drinks a bottle and like throws it down. You hear it smash. And then when the guy falls over, he falls perfectly <laughs> onto where you know the bottle went. <laughs> Him getting lifted off the ground, looking like full of Icarus. It's perfect. It's a perfect bit of it cinema. Was, yeah, I, I think it is the highest sort of the highest achievement of the whole art form. Mm. It wouldn't happen now. Kids be too much on their damn phones. That's right. That's ah, right. You, you couldn't probably be hit playing Fortnite British lads with a chair these days. Uh, and you know, it wouldn't get made now. They'd be cancelled. Yeah, no, that's true. So now it would be British, they'd, they'd have transitioned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably that's a podcast. Pro- that's probably a podcast. Thank you for listening to the first bonus episode of The Banquet of Forgiveness. Oh, I forgot that this I immediately forgot. The one <laughs> this is the one out. that we we used to sort of draw people into subscribing on the basis that hey, check out this bonus content. It's good. It's not weirdly self-referential. It doesn't involve a lot of talk okay. about <laughs> chimps, etc. Okay, listen, to be fair, increasingly the podcast is involving a lot of chat about That's chimps. That's true. That's true. We should do a chimp-focused the movie. Is, we should do the fucking Planet of the Apes rethink. That would actually be fucking. You know, great. you know what? I would love you know, to you do know the what? Of you know what? Movies. We're taking a hard right turn immediately into season two. It's chimp season. All yeah. of the mainline episodes, oh. chimp season. Chimp movies. We're gonna see it's different movies season. with different chimps. We're gonna fucking. Re- <laughs> say it. We're gonna decide what they say about masculinity, <laughs> and we're gonna make a podcast, Destroy and you're it. gonna listen to it. You will. That's right. <laughs> Uh, no, because the thing is, is, is with the banquet of forgiveness, you are still going to get two free bonuses. Yeah. This one just happens to have gone out on the first of the month. So we thought, ah, why not? Why not take yeah. it? So we had a plan After to all, do another episode. Give it away. Away. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get to that. We will do some some animation. Oh, we yeah, we'll simply yes. rearrange that for a different time. Uh, but in the meantime, we have been killed. A James militantly Bond. transgender podcast. That's right. Subscribe to the podcast if you don't already. Uh, if you do, thank you. All of us are now leaving the stage and walking in your direction, and we're all <laughs> furious. From three different angles, depending on where you live. If you live in fucking Shrewsbury, we're coming for you. Yes. Yes. Oh, well. Grimm! <laughs> we 
actually did that. <laughs> we we briefly when when we were trying to decide. I'm sorry, I know the pod's no, over. No, it's not. We it's not over until I play the, the fucking theme drop. Show. Even though we edit around that, we did. Uh, yeah, no, it usually gets cut. Typically, uh, we we found the exact like geographic midpoint between the three of our houses, and it's Shrewsbury in like the middle of Wales. Or yeah. that place I think should so, be Wales, so, technically. And then when we posted this, someone DM'd us to be like, yeah, my dad's the mayor of Shrewsbury. <laughs> <laughs> I went, we're not doing it. I, no, I went, hang on, wait, Aww. can we get a key to a city if we do a live show? <laughs> and no, we can't. So fuck. Ridiculous. Fuck the whole place. Fuck you. Goodbye. Spent a night on Shrewsbury Rail Platform one time. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. And in fact, well, it's not really the first episode of season two, is it? It's sort of the uh, pre-show for season two. Still, um, speaking, of course, of season two, that will be rolling out in exactly one week's time on the free feed with Syriana. Very excited to crack on. Typically at the end of these I would say thank you for being a patron, but it's highly possible that you are listening to this episode on the free feed as part of our wonderful yearly banquet of forgiveness where all sins are cast aside and we celebrate you, the hog, glorious and humble listener. Um, But of course if you do want access to our entire backlog of bonus episodes you can still head on down to patreon.com slash killjamesbond and join these hallowed halls. Christine Fox, Fawkes Winchester, Paint McCarla, Jack Holmes, George Rohack, Charles Schultz, Thomas Oberhart, Nikki, Carolyn Tankersley, Library Hitman, Max Kapinski, Benno Rice, Michael Ludder, Kit Devine, Amanda Rogder, Max Gamenhart, Jonathan Gerday, Dread Pirate Robin, Hell Bloodhands, Kentucky Fried Commie, Jay Martindale, Fremen Commissar Jen Jen, Phoebe Olivia Harper, Ellie Without E, Mothman, Top O, Sydney Steckle, Big Titty Goth Girl, Timothy Pajoni, Trip, Amber de Grazia, Safira Luciferix, Charlie Out of the Closet, Jenna and Poor, Zoe Shepard, Elizabeth Cox, JM11519, again, you've really got to pick up. Finn Ross, Alfredo, I make Devon save us out loud, Philippa Smith, Rayo Leal, Wolfie, Tristram Wolf, Al Irwing, Richard Drum, Lucy Keeley, Faye Haven, Millie, Bon Bon, Josh Simmons, Lauren Bastin, Penny Banks, Raised on a Diet, and Turfs Eat Shit and Die Alone. Thank you for your support. This has been Kill James Bond, of course, Alice, Abigail, and Devon, our producer, the wonderful Nate Bethay, our podcast art by Maddie Lubchansky, and our website is by Tom Allen. See ya. Yeah.